Hey folks, welcome back to Go Black Boy Go, and this is the second of my Christmas episodes uh, that I'm doing this year. Um, if you just listened to the Variety Special episode, um, that one is the one that I had to do a lot, a lot of research for, um, and I had more of a script for that one because I didn't want to ramble um, and be all over the place. But for this one, I'm going to let myself ramble and be all over the place because um, I like these episodes are uh, still kind of fresh in my head and I haven't really thought about them that much like in comparison to each other. So um, I'm going to do that on here. So and yeah, if you haven't listened to the variety special episode, Go ahead and do it. I put a lot of work into it, and I think it's really important black history that doesn't get talked about. So when we think about the black sitcom, these are shows that you that kind of rely on racial humor um, to make comments about blackness and to also critique other identities like gender, sexuality, and class. Um, And I saw the Christmas episode of these black sitcoms doing just that. Now, like I said in my previous episode, I've watched over 100 um, sitcom episodes. But in this episode, I'm just going to narrow it down to a few of them and just kind of give a brief assessment on my favorites. So the earliest black sitcom Christmas episode I could find was Amos and Andy's Uh, The Christmas Story, which aired on Christmas Day, 1952. Amos and Andy was a black sitcom that was developed uh, out of a radio show where white men uh, voiced the black actors and they did uh, uh, racial caricatures and stereotypes. And then in the television version of the show, those stereotypes still uh, were kind of like translated into the television version of the show. Um, And so, yeah, this anytime I have come across this series in my research, scholars always mention um, about how, how like kind of like the offensive nature of the show Um, the stereotypical buffoonish attitudes of the characters, um, all of those things, very like negative uh, comments about the show saying it's negative as in like negative for black representation. But when I watched the Christmas episode, I didn't see any of that. In fact, I, I just saw this kind of like really love and care for a black girl and for 1952 like that i don't know that that's pretty big and you know the the premise of the episode is just pretty much um amos and andy it's pretty much the story of this black girl and how amos and andy um are trying to give her a a gift for christmas i just i like the ending of it because i forget which one but whoever her father is um she he explains the lord's prayer to her and the lord's prayer is playing in the background on the radio and he just he just explains it to her and she's like 
just smiling and just taking it all in and then she goes asleep and then the camera pans over to the radio and then the song continues and I don't know I just I just found it just really touching um that you know in this show where people say you know this is negative representation of black people that it really centered a black girl um, in 1952. So that's what I find very great about that episode. Uh, skipping to the 70s, um, The Jeffersons, The Christmas Wedding, which aired December 22nd, 1976. Georgia's son's fiance, she is half white and she's biracial. Her father's white and her mother's black, and they're trying to decide on what kind of wedding they want to have so that's the whole episode they argue over um ha- george wants a more black wedding and the father wants a more quote-unquote traditional wedding with like a band and all of this other stuff so it's like it's really a cultural clash over this wedding and um i find it very interesting um just in terms of what the Jeffersons did for black representation on television. Um, And I was, I found it shocking that, that they were so blunt about the, the kind of uh, yeah, just, just the black humor of it. I, 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 I was kind of thrown off by it. Cause I was like, Oh, I didn't know they um, had these kind of jokes. Um, And, and then George making jokes about, <laughs> uh the the his son's fiance uh looking black and not being black so um yeah i i think a lot of that is interesting and then and then and then especially coming from coming from you know the miscegenation laws that were passed in the 50s i think that those ideas um, about racial mixing um, are st- are still taboo at this time when this episode comes out. So I think that that the humor really relies on that. Okay, so now we're just going to be stuck in the 90s. Maybe next Christmas I'll do more 80s stuff, but I'm stuck in the 90s for this Christmas. Living Single, y'all, Living Single has the best Christmas episodes, some of the best Christmas episodes. Um, just the, I mean, all the characters are so great. There's so much great banter between Max and Kyle. Like they, they're, they're so good on that show. And then just Sinclair is my favorite. Like she's just so fun and bubbly and she just wants to have a good time on Christmas. She wants to bring everybody together, but then they're all busy and yeah, it's just funny and in in the first episode, uh, Christmas episode, Living Kringle, she uh, goes to a bar and kind of is like um, just sharing like, you know, what her Christmas is like. All of her friends left her. And so she went to this bar and she ends up leading the people in the bar into a rendition of Winter Wonderland, um, which is very fun. Um, also... I really like Regine like in all of the Christmas episodes she's always just trying to chase that for some bag and I really like her clothes 
Um, I think she had the stuff that she was wearing in the Christmas episodes, like Rick look really, really like just nice. And then, when, you know, with living single, th- this series departs from like the Jeffersons and Amos and Andy, because um, it's sort of critiquing. And I think most of the episode, I think most of the Christmas episodes, like post nineties are cre- critiquing like the capitalist um, idea of Christmas, like this idea that, oh, like Christmas is this time where like we can make a lot of money and then we also have to spend money on gifts. And then it's like, do you prioritize working or do you prioritize being with your friends? I'll also say that the very last episode of Living Single is a Christmas special, which is very uh, significant because a lot of black sitcoms, uh, a lot of black sitcoms didn't really have consistent Christmas episodes. Um, many had like a few here and there because, uh, Christmas episodes are bigger productions than, than regular episodes. And they're usually at a time where a lot more viewers are going to be at home watching, uh, TV at this time. So, I think it's very significant that Living Single was able to end with a Christmas episode because it's likely that that episode was so widely anticipated because of the fan base for the show that um, those the show went out on a, on a high note. And um, yeah, I, I think that's really cool. All right, moving on. Um, so this one... So hanging with Mr. Cooper, I have never, I had never heard about this show until I was on Hulu and it came up as a suggested. And so I was like, oh, do they have Christmas episodes? And they did. They had one for every season, which was um, odd because usually, like I said, only, only most black sitcoms only have a few. So that made, that, that made me see like, oh, okay. This show was, um, had a lot of backing a lot of funding from the studio if they were able to pull off Christmas um, episodes for most of their seasons. So I really like from the Christmas episodes, uh, the the black women in, in the cast, I think they're all so great. And if you want to see a young Raven who is fresh off of the Cosby show, this is the show she did right after the Cosby show, check out hanging with Mr. Cooper. But I will say my favorite episode from this series, my favorite Christmas episode from this series is Christmas 95. I think this is their season four, a Christmas episode. And the reason why it's, uh so good to me is because they are it's not in the home they end up tra- traveling to go to some uh kind of like santa's castle kind of place and end up stranded in the backwoods somewhere and it's just is it has a it has a horror element to it but it's a it's a comedy and then, um, you know, when they go to this inn, have a weird exchange, they have to sleep in the lobby and then someone breaks in to the, to the 
in trying to steal, but then you find out that this person, um, this person's wife is pregnant and about to have a baby. And so the two female leads um, of the show end up delivering the baby. And then we come to find out that um, this was kind of like um, a retelling. That whole episode was kind of like a retelling of the Christmas story, um, which is interesting. And we don't find that out into the end. And, sort of the whole moral of the story is, um, you know, even when, you know, even when you don't have, even when it seems like you don't have, even when it seems like your Christmas doesn't go how you planned, um, it's about who you spend it with. And I think that's such a, a great message, especially during a pandemic. Moving on in the house, um, so this one uh, ha- guest stars uh, the lead lead actors from the Jeffersons, Sherman Hamsley and Isabel Stanford um, are guest stars on this. And it's a show that stars L.O. Cool J and he's a nanny and um, Debbie Allen is in it. And um, just yeah it, this one was a really warm episode because it ends with a very soulful uh black <laughs> rendition of silent night um and i think that's really important to see because what we see out of that ending performance is black people putting their own spin on christmas music which has always been a thing. Um, so I like that one for that that ending. And I also like how it represents through Isabel Stanford and Sherman Hemsley, um, black love and, and old age. Um, and there was some like sexual jokes and I was like, yes, they still got it. Um, so yeah, I loved it for that. So uh, Moesha only had one Christmas episode and it's called a class act Christmas. Basically this guy, he's looking for a job. He does the manager of class act, the store that Moesha works at doesn't want to hire him. He's only hiring like younger people. Then he dresses up as Santa, uh, holds everybody at gunpoint and basically just holds them hostage until he gets what he wants and then he does this monologue where he says you know i used to work as a a, a aeronautical engineer and when you get in your 50s people think that you can't contribute to society anymore and this kind of like like it, it was a really powerful monologue uh because uh, yeah, those are sort of those are the anxieties um, that older people are having that, you know, when they get to a certain age, they won't be able to find a job. And it's really uh, it's really interesting that he's dressed as Santa um, and that, you know, this is the Christmas episode. This is the message that they wanted to give during the Christmas episode. But also, like, yeah, this idea of, like, a black Santa kind of repeats throughout these Christmas episodes. So Amos and Andy 
actually has a black Santa like and it's not like a um it's not like a weird thing that there's a black Santa oh my god this is so long uh, <laughs> okay and it's not like a weird thing that there's a black Santa but when you get to the 90s episodes uh, black Santa and what I call Santa drag becomes more of a theme so when we get into like that's a raven first of all raven's always in drag let's just stay, say that but raven gets into Santa drag to um, kind of uh, avoid being caught by her principal and then she ends up she ends up giving a monologue where she's like oh I ruined Christmas and blah blah blah, blah. and then she kind of realizes that you know no I didn't ruin Christmas I just need to spend time with my family so it's like it's like recurring themes that kind of pop up and what I like about the that's so raven one is that it ends with her singing silent night um which was something that warned my my soul to watch and I do remember watching uh escape clause the that's a raven christmas special um, when I was, uh, in middle school, like our, I had the Raven DVD. I was obsessed with that's Raven. And then another version of Santa drag is, uh, from girlfriends. Joan dresses up in Santa drag to convince Maya's son that Santa is real. Um, but then he obviously sees that it's her. Um, and I, I think girlfriends, um, yeah, Girlfriends is also a significant show when it comes to Christmas TV because uh, minus the first season, the whole series has a Christmas episode. It was a consistent Christmas episode. Um, and I haven't seen that um, that consistency in the Christmas episodes um, other than Living Single. So girlfriends is on 2001 to 2007 um and from 2002 to 2007 they have a consistent christmas episode so yes girlfriends is very interesting for the fact that it had a consistent christmas episode and also the technology that we see in these episodes are i i found that to be a cool thing that um the the christmas episodes uh, were able to give us because we see like the early iBook or I think it was iBook or the iMac, the early kind of Apple technology that I don't remember seeing because I was in middle school. So I was like, oh, wow, like that is um, what the first MacBook looked like. And I, I think with the whole idea of gift giving um i think that's why you know apple products this kind of like product placement in the television show becomes a thing because capitalism really but also like the advancement of technology and social media um the kind of like budding uh era of social media so yeah i and and the thing is with girlfriends you can watch the Christmas episodes kind of just straight through without having needing to watch um, the whole series. 
Um, and I think it kind of tells a story on its own uh, just through the Christmas episodes. The season six Christmas episode um, is this debate between a Jewish Christmas and a black Christmas. And Jennifer Lewis is so great in this episode. And this debate over like how to celebrate Christmas really is uh, reminds me of the Jefferson's episode where it's like, how do we celebrate this wedding? Do we have a white wedding or a black wedding? How do we account for this this mixture that is happening? Um, and, and then with the girlfriend's episode, season six, it is how do we account for this uh, religious and racial uh, and cultural mixture that is happening uh, um, between these characters? Um, yeah, that one's that one's really interesting um, in terms of the commentary. And I think it really. Uh, I think girlfriends in general is like a really great critique of blackness and black womanhood especially on television which we don't see often um and yeah i i like the girlfriends christmas episodes the bernie mac show is one of the first um series that offer a direct critique of the commercialization of christmas and how this kind of like idea of christmas as a time of buying takes out the the kind of traditions of christmas um you know being with the family um gets turned into needing to go out to get that you know newest technology needing to go out and um get to the mall to see santa and have to stand in a long line because everybody wants a picture with them so it's like and i think bernie mac is just so good with um his uh kind of talking head moments that he's talking to america um and getting drunk off of eggnog um yeah i i i like i like the critique of of the kind of capitalist idea of christmas um that the bernie mac show does and then finally, I'll end with my thoughts on Black Jesus is a Christmas episode, a very special Christmas in Compton. Uh, if y'all haven't seen Black Jesus, y'all have to watch Black Jesus because it's about it's about Jesus. If he was black and modern and loved weed, <laughs> that's all you need. That's all you need in a TV show. And so this uh, this episode, you know, takes place on Christmas. This is Jesus's birthday. And he's kind of upset that everybody is asking him for presents. And he's like, no, it's my motherfucking birthday. If you want to get a present, you need to go ask that fat white motherfucker at the mall. And I just love that. I just I, it's just so good. It's just so good. It's so funny. It's so um, I think just the the kind of like aspect of black jesus being in our like contemporary time and he loves weed <laughs> um i think that is what kind of wraps up this uh christmas this black calm christmas episode uh binge that i did this 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 holiday and i think black jesus 
really um, is critiquing the idea of like a white Santa Claus um, and also like how a black Jesus feels um, dismissed because everybody wants to beg him for things on his birthday without actually like, you know, wanting to uh, support him. And he, he goes through this kind of like, a phase where he's like oh I don't want to be the savior of, of humankind anymore and so he says this in a mall he does a blow up he starts tearing up a Santa uh, uh, setup and then he falls hits his head and then he's in this alternate reality where he isn't Jesus anymore and he's uh, quote unquote some regular nigga <laughs> and so uh, I think that's a really good one to watch uh, just because the 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 whole concept of black Jesus is so out there. But if you think about it, like if Jesus lived with us and he loved weed, he would be upset about Christmas and about how everybody like wants to see Santa Claus and everybody wants to beg him for things. Like, I think that's a very realistic portrayal of what Jesus would be like. So. That's the end of my quick review of the a few Christmas episodes that I have enjoyed this season. I think uh, this will be research that I continue to do uh, just throughout the years. Um, and I want to continue to build on this research to watch more Christmas episodes to put them uh, to put uh, black sitcoms and conversation with each other with their Christmas episodes and to kind of um, really examine more of the themes in these episodes um, I couldn't get into it here because I haven't thought about it that much but there was a lot of stuff going on with with gender bending and cross-dressing um, and for you know those messages to be on a black sitcom um really shows you how uh black gender uh is being uh messed messed with and remade and uh, in interesting ways with these symbols of christmas um so yeah i think you know in the future that will be more of something i i think about but like i said um i just wanted to briefly share my just joy of watching these episodes and hopefully uh y'all will watch you know one or two of them while we still have christmas going on or if you like watching stuff christmas episodes after christmas you can watch them too and yeah so merry christmas happy holidays thank you for listening to the podcast and take care everybody see you next time